welcome to another episode of the Watershed Wellness Podcast. I'm Eric Gray. I'm one of the owners of Watershed Wellness, and I'm also a Chinese medicine practitioner here. This podcast today is about Chinese medicine. One of the things that we are hoping to do more and more of is producing educational content about the modalities that are practiced here at the clinic, uh, Chinese medicine being one of those, of course, because we find that the more people understand about these modalities, often, well, first of all, folks are just interested in it. And it also really helps people to benefit more from treatment when they understand what we're talking about. And uh, often it can lead to sort of self-care stuff you can do at home and you know other ways that you can enhance your treatment. So, so today, this is an introductory podcast. We're actually releasing on a little bit of a different schedule than normal. And uh, the next regulars, regularly scheduled podcast will be the first part of a series. So it's going to be a 13-part series, today being the first part. And uh, this first part is more of an introduction to the rest. The other 12 episodes, which will be released about once a month, are all about the organ systems of Chinese medicine, of which there are 12. And we're going to be going, in this podcast, we're just going to be introducing you to the concept and, and discussing some of the basics of these organ systems, which will help you to take better advantage of, of the actual organ system podcast. Uh, I'm gonna try to make this as simple, not simple, but as well explained as possible, but I will be using some unfamiliar language and inevitably I will gloss over something that won't make much sense to you. If you have questions about anything I've talked about today and want me to clarify it perhaps in the next podcast or maybe in a blog post, you can always go to watershedwellnesspodcast.com and there's a contact form there that you can submit your questions. There will also be a lot of links in the show notes for this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast on a, a podcast app on your phone, for instance, uh, a lot of those will have direct links to the show notes, which is just the text that's attached to the podcast. You can also, again, go to our, our podcast page, watershedwellnesspodcast.com, and in, on that page, you'll find a link to each one of our podcasts. And if you go to that link, you'll also see the show notes there. And uh, so a lot of what, I, what I'm going to be asking you to look at is also available in another place, which is our new library of, of health information at watershedwellnesshistoria.com slash library slash CCM for classical Chinese medicine. So again, that's watershedwellnesshistoria.com slash library slash CCM. Uh, so if you go there, there should be links also to a lot of the same information you'll find in the show notes. So all of those things, if you're a person who's really just interested in this stuff or, you, or you, you know, I say something and you kind of want to learn more about that, those are some places that you can go to get some of that information. Okay, so uh, so today, yeah, we're just going to do a primer on these organ systems just to get you started. The, the first thing to understand about really about classical Chinese medicine in general is that the, the philosophy that's behind classical Chinese medicine and a lot of the kind of pathology and physiology and anatomy revolves around symbols. Now, now what are symbols? Symbols are just concise pieces of information that can help us to understand larger concepts, right? So they, they point at larger concepts. Um, so a lot of us think about religious symbols, right? The religious symbol itself, whatever one you're thinking of right now, it, it has meaning to you because it points towards something, 
right? It, it reminds you of something or it uh, teaches you something in some cases. Um, so that's, that's kind of what symbols are. Language is composed of symbols, of course. And you can think, you know, I mean, a lot of people uh, will talk about more marketing-oriented symbols, right? So like the Nike swoosh or something like that. So that's a symbol that in and of itself isn't really anything, but it, it points towards something. It reminds us of something. So a lot, a, a lot of Chinese medicine is filled with these different types of symbols, one being yin-yang, right? So it, you all probably, as soon as I said yin-yang, you probably an image came into your mind. But if not, uh, there will be one in the show notes. So this is that classic Taiji symbol that has, uh, you know, it looks like kind of two fish that are in a circle end to end. Um, one being darker colored, one being light colored, right? So that is a symbol that makes us think of yin and yang. And if we know what yin and yang are, then that will give us an additional series of associations, right? So that's another example of a symbol um, and one that's used in Chinese medicine. So, so just keep that in mind while we're, while we're talking about this, and I'll, I'll refer to that uh, again. So with regards to the organ systems, there are 12 organ systems that we talk about in Chinese medicine. So, you know, obviously if you, if you know anything about conventional Western anatomy and physiology, you'll know that, that there's more, there are more organs in the body than that, depending on how you define an organ. So in, in Chinese medicine, in a way we can see that these 12 organ systems, um, they, they sort of encompass all of the structures and functions and tissues in the body. So it's kind of, a way of dividing the body up into 12 portions. Um, so in a way, these 12 organ systems taken together, especially if you kind of take a more uh, expansive view of them, uh, they are a complete system of understanding the human body. And when I am in clinic uh, making diagnosis, when I'm treating, um, these, these 12 organ systems are largely, um, they're at least one of the major ways that I am looking at your situation. Um, the 12 organ systems are matched with channels, right? So uh, let's just take one as an example, one that you, you all might recognize, uh, the liver. So the liver uh, is of course an organ. It's an organ that we know of in conventional biomedicine. And it's also, we'll talk more about what it means in Chinese medicine, but then there's also a liver channel, right? And the liver channel runs from kind of the, more the inner foot um, up onto the inner leg, up into the thigh and through the groin and up into the chest. So uh, including touch, kind of touching up into the liver. So, so that's the liver channel. And so sometimes like, let's say you're here at the clinic and you're seeing a practitioner and they say, I'm gonna do the point liver three. That means that they're doing the third point on the liver channel, okay? And that liver channel is associated with the organ system. It is part of the organ system of the liver. Um, so, so 11 of the organ systems, 11 of the 12 organ systems have been, um, they have a name, you know, all the organ systems were given names way, way, way back, um, you know, 1800, 2000 years ago, more, uh, for some of them. And these, uh, organ system names, uh, which of course are Chinese, because this is, we're talking about Chinese medicine, um, they have been translated into English and into many other languages. And those translations will be familiar to you in, in most cases, at least 11 of them will. So heart, liver, lung, large intestine, small intestine. So 
kind of it, it makes some sense, right? And and you'll recognize those terms. There is one, and it's actually the one we're going to be talking about in the very next podcast, called the triple burner or the triple heater. That doesn't have a direct correlate. It doesn't. It's sim, you know the symbol of that organ system doesn't immediately make us think of anything in English. So so that's why one of the reasons we're going to talk about it first um, because it's a bit of a mystery. It's a it's a bit of an enigma. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that next. So but eleven of them are named after organ systems that you know. So there's there's overlap. But this does not mean that they are one-to-one -one with those organs. Okay, so that's why I use the term organ system rather than organ. Um, and of course, again, con conventional biomedicine, of course, uses the term organ system as well. Um, but when I use that term and when other Chinese medicine practitioners use that term, uh, we, we mean that it is, it, is a, you know, it is a system. It is composed of many different structures and functions. Um, it's really actually most helpful to think of these organ systems as functional entities. So yes, it does include that physical organ, like in the case of the liver, that great big thing on the sort of right side of your abdomen up under your ribs. It does include that, but it, it's really when we talk about Chinese in Chinese medicine, when we talk about the liver, we're really more talking about a set of functions. Okay, but it is the structure, and then it is the channel associated with that as well. Um, so, you know, they're not exactly one-to-one, -one, and that's really important uh, because I do find, um, I really like to teach in the treatment room, and, and most Chinese medicine practitioners do. We like to let people know what we're doing, and very often a patient will say, oh, what point is that, or what, what, what is that point for? That's a, a common question, and I might say, oh, well, this is liver three, uh, you know, and, and I might give you the Chinese name for it, and I might give you the translation for it. Um, and or when I'm feeling the pulse, for instance, um, the the pulses. If you've if you've been in the clinic, you'll you'll know that we take the pulse a little bit differently in Chinese medicine um, than your primary care doctor does. And one of the pulses that I am feeling, uh, we can call it the liver pulse. Okay, and and sometimes I'll say, oh, li the liver pulse is has some quality, whatever it is. It's wiry. It's weak. It's whatever. And very often patients will get nervous about that, right? Because I, in a, in a way, they think that I'm saying they have a, a liver pathology. Um, now that is outside of my scope of practice. I can't diagnose a biomedical liver disease. That's not what we do. Um, instead, what I'm, I'm, I'm pointing towards um, some quality in these liver functions, something about the organ system is, you know, whether it, whatever the quality is. So it's really important that, you know, if your practitioner says like, oh, you have, for instance, heart chi deficiency or something like that, that this does not mean that they are saying that there is something necessarily wrong with your biomedical heart. So you could go and get a blood test the next day or go get an EKG or whatever, and they may find nothing at all wrong um, because again this is this is functional medicine right some people will call it energetic medicine and i i'm comfortable with that term as well um, you know it's a common statement in chinese medicine philosophy that the highest level practitioner treats disease before it's manifest it's preventative medicine right and how how do we prevent disease well in part that's by treating things before they become a, a material uh, object right before they become a tumor or before they become some gross malfunction in an organ system or or in some functional entity. Um, so my point being simply that these are not one to one. 
If I say liver, it does not just mean liver, and it does not mean something is necessarily wrong with your biomedical liver. Very, very important to understand. Um, Chinese medicine is just um, less material or materially oriented and a little bit less reductive. It looks kind of at systems, it looks at patterns, um, and so, so that's important to understand. Um, another really critical thing to understand about organ systems uh, in Chinese medicine is that we really attend to the relationships between the organ systems, okay? Uh, Chinese medicine is holistic, and part of what that means is that we, we look at an entire, an entire system and we understand that the, the parts taken, you know, the, the 12 organ systems, for instance, taken apart well, when we look at them as a whole, they're actually much more, right? So in a way, we can say the whole is, is more than the sum of the parts, right? And so, so we look at the interrelationships, and those interrelationships are actually more important in a way than, than what we can say about each individual organ system. So those, and there's a variety of, of relational aspects to, to our understanding of of organ systems, and and we'll talk about a few of those um, here in a, here in a second. Uh, but but just just understand that. Um, so for instance, I might talk to you about um, the heart organ system. Well, the heart organ system has a deep connection with the kidney organ system, and so very often I might treat a heart, something that I said, oh, your heart pulse is weak, for instance. Uh, I might actually treat that from the kidney, and you might be confused, <laughs> but that's just because of these relationships. Now, what kind of relationships are we talking about? Um, you know, without w without making this podcast three hours long, um, I'll just mention a couple of these kinds of relationships. These, uh, the, and again, these are like symbols. These are symbolic relationships in a way that help us understand great bodies of information um, that pertain to treatment. So. Uh, the five phase elements, or what you might have just heard of as the five elements. So that in, Ch in Chinese medicine, they're a little bit different than in some other ancient systems of understanding. So we have fire, we have water, we have wood, we have metal, and we have earth. Okay, And those five elements have different ways of interrelating with each other. Now, uh, the kidney, which I just talked about, is a water organ system. Uh, the liver is a wood organ system. And based on my uh, practitioner's understanding of how the five phases interact, uh, we can understand how the organs interact. So, you know, certain organ systems have a controlling relationship over others on the basis of that five element uh, knowledge. So this is another, it's a system of relationships, um, the five phases. Even yin and yang, there are organ systems that we can say are more yin and, and organ systems we can say are more yang, and those have particular interrelationships. And in fact, when we talk about yin and yang, we're always explicitly talking about relationships. There's no such thing as, yin by itself or yang by itself. It's a, it's, it's a relative system. It's a relational system. Um, there's also a, a more complex and less um, popularly understood system of relationships called the six confirmations, which I use a lot in my own practice. Um, and th that's, that's a way of pairing the 12 organ systems into six pairs. And, and those are functional pairs that, that work uh, within the pair and then between different pairs. Um, so all of this stuff, I'm gonna give uh, simple information about this on, you know, in all those information sources I talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Um, so there is kind of a, 
a larger scale symbolic way of looking at the organ systems and we're going to talk about it a lot and that's what's known um, popularly as the organ clock so any of you who have ever been interested in chinese medicine will have heard of this um, a lot of people know it chiefly because uh, they woke up at 2 a.m or so at, at some point or they wake up at 2 a.m often and they looked it up on the internet internet and they found out that the chinese organ clock says that that has something to do with the liver or you know it might be a different time in a different organ system um, so you've probably heard of this many of you haven't again if you haven't um, just go to the show notes and you'll you'll find links to information about this um, the organ clock is one way of, of calling it. Um, one of my teachers, Heiner Fruhoff, calls it a hollow map. Um, so it's kind of a, a map of correspondences. Um, it's ultimately a kind of a graphical representation of the resonance of really of everything in the universe, but especially of the resonance of the 12 organ systems with many other layers of symbolic information. And so as a practitioner, I can use this organ clock um, to understand the organ systems more deeply individually and then understand their relationships more deeply. So it's a very, it's, it really is a map. I think of it as a map. And, and what is a map? A map is a kind of symbolic representation of a, of a place, right? And it's a place that helps, it's a, it's a symbolic representation that helps us navigate that place, especially if we're unfamiliar with it, but even if we are familiar with it, right? Have you ever, um, you know, and, and there's different types of maps, right? You may be familiar with like the roads of Astoria, but have you ever then looked at a topographical map of Astoria? And then you might, you know, you might start to understand Astoria a little bit differently if you look at a topographical map, right? So, so not only can they help us navigate an unfamiliar place, but they also help us to uh, better navigate or more deeply navigate a place we already know. And so the organ clock is a kind of map um, of representations that helps Chinese medicine practitioners navigate the organ systems um, a little bit better. And so, um, you know, one of the things that we're going to be doing with all these organ systems is really looking at the organ clock and the information that the organ clock tells us about each um, each organ system. And there's lots and lots of different information packed into this organ clock. Um, and, and it, you know, it's again, I don't want to make this podcast too long, so we're, we're not going to go into too much detail. But again, look, look at the show notes and I, I'm going to give you a link to a couple of articles and a picture of the Oregon clock so you can kind of see its complexity. And then uh, in the in the next podcast about the triple burner, we'll start actually using that Oregon clock information uh, to, to understand it, um, among other pieces of information. Um, so, so I hope this has been helpful. I know uh, it's, it's a little different than most of our podcasts. A lot of our podcasts are more interviews um, and digging into a, a little bit simpler topics. Um, but even if you have to listen to this a couple times, listen to this if, if you're interested in, in Chinese medicine at all, if you're in treatment for Chinese medicine. Um, listen to this podcast maybe another time. Go, go to the show notes and look at some of the linked information so that you can understand a little bit more. And then uh, then if it's if it's up or or soon, uh, go listen to, to the organ system podcasts. And, and hopefully this this little intro will help you uh, to access that information a little bit better. So thanks. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to talking to you about the triple burner next.